everybody, it's DG again. I hope you enjoyed part one of Best of Seeking Wisdom from 2018. Obviously, if there's part one, that means part two is coming, and that's what we got for you right now. This will be the last official episode of Seeking Wisdom for this year. Hope you enjoy all the highlights. Tweet at us, at Decancel, at Dave Gerhart, at Seeking Wisdom, and let us know what you want to hear of in 2019. Have a great holidays. Happy New Year. We'll see you soon. Okay, I'm going to give you the second. Are Total you ready? recall. I don't think he's, the second one, I don't think he's written a book, but I've been. Give me a clue. I don't, you, you don't think I get it. Let's see. I'm not very sharp like that, but give he me. He used some. to be a rapper. He used to be a rapper? Okay. Okay. I think you, okay. You, you got it? There, I mean, there's a million people. That's yeah. not, a, that's, that is not okay. a, a big okay. enough clue. Yeah. I don't know what he does now. He's from Philly. He's from Philly. Okay. You know who it is? I don't know. Ooh, actually, I do know who it is. Who? Uh, I think it's Will Smith. Will Smith. Yeah. yeah. Come on, <laughs> Will Smith. Uh, so Will Smith. I would love. To, I wish we. I wonder if he's written a book. I have to look. I don't think he's written a book, but I've been watching a lot of his. If you're not on, on his IG, mm. get on it. Yeah, yeah. His Instagram game is hot. Yep. Uh, his YouTube game yeah. is hot. Yeah. And uh, he does so. Wow, I didn't expect. I didn't so Will see Smith, that coming. Kid from the uh, yeah from Philly. Yep. Uh, became a rapper. Yep. Right, improbable rapper. If you if you ever listened to some of his stuff with Jazzy Jeff back yep. in the day, and I did see Jazzy Jeff in the Fresh yep. Prince. Will Smith never had a curse in his raps. Yeah, exactly. He was clean. He was clean. And I did see him in concert with Run DMC, Beastie Boys, wow. EPMD, wow. Uh, and Stetson Sonic. But you get mad if I say you're old. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and so, and so I saw them. Uh, he became a rapper. Then he had a pretty famous TV show, and we use a lot of his giffies to this day. Uh-huh. So if you check Fresh your giffies, the Fresh Prince of yep. uh, Bel Air. Bonus Giffey's. points if you shout out, uh, if you leave a six star review and shout out the intro for uh, uh, Fresh, Fresh Prince. Prince. Yep. Yeah. Oh, big shout out if big you did that. Out. And then, um, then he's become, as we know, super famous actor. Super famous. And, uh, and he continues to grow and learn. And if you watch his YouTube stuff and the stuff that he talks about and how he's been able to be both funny mm-hmm. as a comedic actor, and be able to continue to grow yeah. throughout his career. Super yeah. impressive. This is why I love doing this podcast. And what other what other podcasts in the world are you going to get Jeff Bezos, the founders of Home Depot, Sam Walton, Will Smith, Arnold Schwarzenegger, all in one? You have this mindset, right? And I think you've started to retrain my, my mindset a little bit where I used to get would would be defensive, right? You're in mm. those meetings taking a beating from somebody and you get defensive. Mm-hmm. How does you, growth feel, man? Feels exactly. Good? So this is what I want to talk about. I want to talk about, we can call this like how growth really feels, right? How <laughs> it's how, really feels. I wish I could take a picture of DG's yeah. face right now. <laughs> Just like show a you. ghost. But I want to accelerate, Seeking Wisdom, like our job is to accelerate other people's learning. So mm-hmm. I want you to, I want to try to, to, to get this out of you and explain this, explain this mindset because it takes a while. It takes a while. But, but it's something that I've seen you do. I've seen Elias do. I know you had to beat on him for a couple of years. A decade. A decade for him to, to turn around. But I think this I think this could be a really valuable episode in, in explaining how you think through that and, and, and the whole mantra of like, don't get defensive. It's an opportunity. So I want to I kick it over to you and just talk about that. Sure. So, you know, the way I always talk about it on here is that growth is not supposed to feel comfortable. Mm. Right. That's an easy theoretical thing to say when you abstract it out and you think about, oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. It's not supposed to feel comfortable. But when you're actually going through and you're getting feedback and you're, you're, feeling, getting, you're feeling like you're getting beat up, you're feeling like you're under attack, your natural thing is, is either to pull away mm. and not listen 
or to get defensive and to fight back, right? This is this says nothing about you. This is just a natural thing, right? When the, when someone's coming at you, it's to you're not going to listen to them. You're going to put the shields up. You're going to fight back, or you're going to run away, right? It's fight or flight. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the thing that I've painfully figured out over the years is that that is the exact moment when you're getting feedback, and this is the qualifier from someone that you respect and someone that you trust. Yes. Trust is the key. Yes. So Some, you, so this is not count for the internet trolls. No, no, okay. no, no. I listen to them too because I like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they give me a different kind of yeah, energy. Yes. But uh, the haters out there. Yeah. No, when you're listening, getting feedback from someone that you trust and that you respect, right, from a mentor, from a peer, from a role model, it's not going to feel good. You're not going to want to hear it. You're going to want to get defensive. You're going to want to do what uh, Elias did for half a decade, which, which was to explain himself, to try to convince you and say, no, 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 you're not getting it. I'm just going to uh, let me tell you why you're wrong and and to fight back that way. Instead, that is the exact magic moment that you need to sit there and absorb it mm. and listen and not say anything, mm. right? And just hold it in as it's so hard. Take notes. And take notes, take notes and just, and feel it and uh, and absorb it and then step away from it, detach yourself from it to be able to learn the lessons that someone is trying to pass down to you. So so if you were me in this situation <laughs> right now, yeah. would you, I got a bunch of notes, would you let it marinate the rest of today? Sleep Key. on it? Key. Don't do it now. Magic key, uh, key as uh, DJ Khalid would say. Major key. Major key. Yeah. Is sleep on it. Okay. Don't take immediate action. Okay. Because you don't know what you're taking immediate action on. Because you're still in the heat. It's an emotional thing. You're, you're still st- in the heat of it. You're still in the heat. You don't know what to do. You don't want to yeah. be reactionary. You don't want to, you don't want it to be a delayed reaction, just like you fighting back, you just taking action, right? And, and doing it out of when you have that emotional energy. Let it marinate, sleep on it, and then try to figure out why you were why you were getting the feedback you were getting where was that feedback coming from was that perspective correct right could you see that person's perspective and then only then develop a plan for how you can take some of this feedback and make and take action on it sometimes you'll get this feedback and you won't know how to take action on it and you might have to get it again a year from now mm-hmm. and again six months from now and then you'll be able to take action but in this case where dg just got a beating from mike volpe mm. thank you yeah uh shout out sent in the hitter yep uh he's giving you very tactical feedback yeah. yes. right this is not just uh yeah, it's not it's not a philosophical no, like no. uh should we do this thing or that no thing. or it's, like, it's not about like how you should change and you know as a leader it's more real tactical feedback in that case i think you know Tomorrow, you could look at that and say, all right, here's here's how I could think about using yeah. some of the stuff. And, right. and some of it might not be useful. Yeah. You had a, so interesting, like the thing you worked on was employment branding. Mm-hmm. Is that a, can you? Was that a common thing at that at the time or like were more companies starting to invest so, in this and what is that? Yeah, good question. So I one of my really early conclusions at actually both Google and Facebook was that you 
you needed to define your job in a way that would help it last through lots of iterations. So I actually, I use culture and employment branding when I explain to people what I did, but the way that I thought about it was actually two questions. Um, I like questions as a way to to define jobs because I think no matter how much the world moves like around that. you in scaling companies, like the question still needs to be answered. Mm-hmm. So my two questions at Facebook were, uh, in HR were, um, how do we help the world outside um, know what it's like to work at Facebook, which is essentially what employment branding is. Um, But, and this was just to be clear at the time, we were like deeply unwilling to use the word hacker. Um, So we were like, we can't use that word. It has Mm -hmm. too many negative connotations. Like we need to, we're like entrepreneurial and we like learn fast. (laughs) And like, I wrote a bunch of really boring shit that that, uh, (laughs) makes me go to sleep when I read it now. Um, (laughs) And then the second question was, who do we want to be when we grow up? Which Mm -hmm. is a question that Mark actually gave me during one of our conversations. So that was the internal kind of culture side. Um, But employment branding, Lori Goler, her background at eBay was marketing. So she was very focused on like, how are we going to market Facebook as a place to work? And at the time we were, and still are, but like heavily competitive with Google, but just, you know, nobody thought Facebook was going to, it's hard to remember now. Nobody thought Facebook was going to be anything. Like they were like, why aren't you just going to like sell to Microsoft? And like, cause they they had just done that big deal. And like they had, you know, all these rumors, um, they had just had a big, like advertising fiasco called Beacon. Mm-hmm. And so people just thought it was going to... So we were having trouble recruiting candidates. And, right. and there was like a big effort to just kind of help people Tell the story why. about why yeah, why, why come why, here? What are you going to get out of it? Exactly. What are you going to be? I think it's funny. It's always funny to hear those stories of like... Because um, everyone forgets of... Like, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no yeah. one ever thought it was going to be anything. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, and I think that's actually often when I talk to scaling companies, one of my biggest points, which is like, it looks really well put together yeah. today, but... My entire experience at Facebook, and I think almost everyone that was there, you know, for the year, well, just generally, would say, like, it never felt like yeah. it was going to, it yeah. was, like, obvious that it was going to, like, be this <laughs> really successful thing. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Here's a key lesson to take with you yeah. to Hypergrowth. So the key lesson is, and if you, this bias comes from a famous video that I always talk about. Well, it's actually just famous to me. Like no one actually watches it. But the video is is by Charlie Munger. Man I admire. Great. And it's about human misjudgment, right? And in it, he talks about this one thing, which is liking, loving tendency, mm. right? He calls it a tendency. You can also look at this in, in uh, Cialdini's work yes. on influence. One of our favorite books. And the important lesson here in liking bias is this that most of us only want to learn from people that we like or that we want to be around, right? And this is one of the, took me a long time to learn this one. This is one of the biggest roadblocks to growth because guess what? There aren't that many people in the world who are perfect. Yeah. There's no one who's perfect. Yeah. So if you're going to wait around until someone's perfect, until you like them, until they have the right experience to then learn from them, that's going to be a short list. You're going to be waiting a long time. You know, sometimes I'll talk about the old uncle, Charlie Munger. Not me, the old no. uncle. Another. The you're older, old, you're older, older, old uncle. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. old, old uncle, yeah. Charlie Munger. World War and people are like, I'm not an investor. I don't care about investing. Sure. I don't want to be a billionaire. That's not what we're talking about. That doesn't mean you can't learn something from that person. Oh, I'm not an athlete. I don't plan to go to the Olympics. No, but you can learn something from their journey and how they were able to grow. All right. This is an important one that I always harp on, which is that everything counts. Everything Everything counts, right? Every move you make, 
every the way you carry yourself, every piece of communication, the way that you organize the studio, all of these things, the way you organize your office, the way yeah. you organize your day, like all of these things count and yep. they say something about you to your team. And these are the subtle clues that people will pick up on. Uh, they will follow you. This is one that I had to learn, for example, just to get, to like make it more personal, which is like, okay, we had different conversations. I had different conversations with you throughout my progression over the last couple of years, which is like, okay, you want to be director? Here's what yep. this means now. Then you'd say stuff like, oh, you're a director now. That means you can't do this, right? Mm -hmm. Then the next shift was like, oh, you're a VP now. That means this. And I was like, why the hell does he always say that? And then when you read this, this is exactly it. Be it's conscious right of how everything you do reflects on the people that work for you. Mm -hmm. If you want to show other people on your team what management and leadership looks like, you have to be able to model that yourself. And that doesn't just happen at 2 p.m. when we're in a meeting, but that's 8.15 if I see you out on the sidewalk. That's, mm -hmm. you know, seven o'clock at night at a bar or whatever, yes. right? Yeah. That stuff has to go through all levels, which is if somebody only sees you from nine to five as this professional person, yeah. but then you have after work stuff, president's club, all this other nonsense, yeah, right? You always say this to me, which is perception is reality. Yes. Yes. And play to the position that you want. So if you want to be in a new role or if you've taken on a new role, the level of responsibility, as uh, the great Jay-Z would yes. say, the streets are watching. The streets are watching. Okay. Yeah. And what that means is that your team and the people around are watching you for cues of how they're supposed to act now. Yeah. And so how they're supposed to carry themselves. And they are doing something that we've always talked about, which is they're looking to you because they want to model the stuff that you're doing and reproduce it. So if you're modeling bad behavior, yep. that's what they're going to model because they're going to think bad behavior equals getting me in the same role. 100%. And in the same vein of that, he also said, a manager's output equals the output of his organization plus the output of the neighboring organizations under his influence. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. See, it all has been written. Explain that. It's been written. Explain that. This is the Bible. It's Explain been written. that. Uh, what this means is that, and this is why I care about so much about all the details across the team, it's not only with single team yeah. and how they carry themselves, that sets the tone for the group or the company or the greater team, but it's all those teams and other role models, right? Peer groups, mm -hmm. we call them peer groups, that are you're surrounding yourself that actually model behavior as well. So even if you have a great running team and you're modeling good behavior, if you associate yourself or if your company lets other peer groups model bad behavior, then your team is going to average down yeah. to those people around you. I think you also have to be, you say this a lot, which is like the secret to getting promoted mm -hmm. is to not just do 100% of your job. No. 100% doesn't get you promoted. No, 100% is your job. 100% is your job. This to me means... You want to be great. You have to show you can influence other teams, yes. right? Because if you're this, if you're this great marketing leader, but yeah. all you can do is influence the people in marketing, mm -hmm. how far are you going to make it? Mm -hmm. You got to influence sales, customer success, product, all those people. One hundred percent. And one thing, I'm going to give you a little, little bonus, bonus for all you listeners okay. out there. Don't forget to leave a six star rating sure. after you hear this bonus. The simplest way that you can go about by identifying, which builds on this principle, you're the future leaders in your organization. Get your pens out. Get ready. Yes. Here's how. Okay. Look, observe your company and observe the team. Yeah. And look towards the people and the desks that people naturally congregate around. Mm -hmm. That is your next wave of leaders. So if you have people on your team who are yet not leaders, but people go to them all the time to get information. They hang around their desks. 
uh, asking questions. That's a next level one. That's next yeah. level judo. That's uh, like the that's like the water test. That's real good. That that's a six star rating yeah. worthy right uh -huh. there. Uh, if they naturally go over there, that is your secret tell. That person probably is exhibiting leadership mm. ability without having the role yet. Mm -hmm. And so you might want to double down on those people within your team. Those are your natural born leaders, right? Okay, How's six that? star ratings the only. The secret tell to finding your next great manager. Look at this, look Come at this. On. That's right, we give them all the words. Come on, the secret tell, that, that, that we're gonna have, that's gonna be separate. That's okay. that's pretty damn good. I give okay. too, sometimes I give too much. Ultimately, you do, sometimes, yeah, it's sometimes. okay. It's a, it's a, it's a you know, okay. give, 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 give. Give. Then sometimes Eventually they ask. ask. Maybe yeah. they, they ask, they I ask. love the flip. I don't wanna give all the tips because we want you to go read this book, but there's a couple which is like, saying yes means saying no to something else. Mm -hmm. Default to no. Yes. And one of the decision-making exercises that I've learned and observed from working with you, DC, is you always do this thing where you lay out, before you make a decision, yeah. you lay out the guardrails. Yes. And say, I don't know what the decision is, but let's lay out the guardrails. Okay, we're doing hypergrowth. Mm -hmm. We want it to be, we want it to feel like this. We want it to be this many people minimum. Mm -hmm. We want it to be this. Yep. Then from there, we can start to figure out mm -hmm. how we make the decision. Yep. Or you've also done, I've seen you, you and Elias do this, is like, what are the things that we're saying no to? Yes. Most important. And Write those them are, out. And that's invert. Invert. That's one of the hardest things because we all, especially myself and Elias, love saying yes to everything. Yeah. But we have to start by saying no. That's why we believe so much in the book, The One Thing, why we give it out to every person who starts at Drift. Because you have to figure out what are the real big rocks? <laughs> what's the inverse of that? Which are what are the things that you're saying no to today? Mm -hmm.